Yeah, every Friday we like to look back over the previous week and find our ah. Friday favorites, uh, some of the, the fun stuff that's happened. Can, I'd, I'd like to go first because I want to get this one. Go ahead, Sam. Get everybody a good laugh this morning. Sam's Friday favorite. This happened Monday night, uh, Monday night football, the 49ers and the Rams. Yes. <laughs> and during the game, um, somebody ran out on the field, mm-hmm. uh, just a spectator. And um, the, one of the announcers, not the TV announcers, but one of the radio announcers, he called the guy running, you know, because usually they say, up, up, there's an idiot on the field, and then, then they don't give him any press or anything. It's just okay. they move on to something else. This guy decided to call the guy running on the field like he was. it was a play going on. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes They're coming the blue from the coat. left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Oh, that was well done. However, won't that just promote it happening more and more no, for these I'm crazy think, people? That was hilarious. I guess I mean, that's somebody's dream to run out on the field like that. Uh, well, Some people he was drunk. Must be. I don't know if he knew what dream he was having. Oh, you don't know if he planned it or not. No, no, it's probably a dare. <laughs> really? Five bucks? Okay. Oh, gosh. All right, coming up this morning, we're going to be checking in with Murphy, who uh, went out of town last night and is doing like a conference today. So he's going to check in and let us know what's going on. I think there was some big problems where he was staying last mm-hmm. night. So we, we're going to check in with him um, coming up this morning. Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, that's where we're going next. The Netflix show that they've announced that they're ending and canceling, and I'm super sad about it. That's next. Jody's Hollywood outsider. All right, so what Netflix show has Netflix announced that they're going to cancel and be wrapping up after the third season? I'm super sad to report. I don't think my children are giving me the whole story. I thought things would go back to normal. We're always going to be dealing with this. Ah, it's Bloodline. Oh my gosh. The first season was a little slow, but if you stuck with it, you couldn't believe what you were seeing. And in the second season, felt like a roller coaster ride of a TV show. Did it not? Yeah. I am definitely going back, Sam, and watching both. Well, I don't know when, but it's worth it. So anyway, it's this family okay. drama. Um, Sissy Spacek, Kyle Chandler. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. And the uh, I guess the black sheep brother comes back to town in season one. Things happen. That's all we're going to say. Don't yeah, you ruin can't it believe you like the the what's and actually Murphy reminded me the other day about the ending of of the second season because mm-hmm. I asked him to refresh me because we had binged it to where you don't remember that's as right. much. And I, I I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Netflix has announced that the twisted family drama Bloodline that season three, which will be out next year, next spring, um, it'll be the final. And they're cutting it from 13 episodes to 10 episodes. Now, this really bums me out. I mean, it, I know there are bigger things to worry about in the world, but this Lots. bums me out. <laughs> However, someone else could pick it up. It just means it's that true. Netflix is, you know, It's true. It. Supposedly, the people producing the show and Netflix have some sort of, it's possible that there's some sort of disagreement. So the show could go on, but as far as we know, as far as Netflix, there's no plans for that. Nobody's talking about that. And it's a rare thing for Netflix to cancel any of their original programming. Well, the, and they ones that are doing never, good, too. I mean, they, Bloodline is doing good. 
whenever it was being binged, I knew at least four other families and well, yeah. friends of ours, couples who were binging it when the kids went to sleep. <laughs> and that's when you would have to watch it, by the way. I always like to give that uh, disclaimer. Yeah. Kyle Chandler, one of my favorites in this. And by the way, the Emmys, Sunday night on ABC Live, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. And yes, Kyle Chandler is nominated for Bloodline for Best, well, Lead Actor and I, in a Drama Series. He was nominated last year, too, for it. He was. So, he didn't win. Okay, you got Emmy nominations, and you're canceling the show. To me, that says something's going on behind the scenes. Cuckoo. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, we're going to check in with our Murphy, who is out of town at a conference mm-hmm. today, and he had an emergency situation last night while at the hotel. My Murphy, our Murphy, I guess we'll call him, um, on a business trip today and uh, was gone last night. Hey, babe. Hi there. I miss you. I miss you, too. Are you talking to me or Sam? (laughs) 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 I was over this morning. I didn't see either of you, so I knew I wasn't home. Right. (laughs) Um, So you had some excitement last night before your, I mean, you're doing conference thing today. So... Well, yeah, I'm at a I'm at a forward progress convention. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still in your hotel room? Shouldn't you be there then? <laughs> it's, it's about positive momentum. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> anyway, uh, but what was weird? What was weird is uh, you know last night as we're eating dinner beforehand, someone called and said that the meeting area there was actually a fire on the roof. At the meeting area, meeting center, right, and so there was there was a question. That's positive. We were yeah, as, as to whether we were going to be able to, you know, meet there this morning and continue the meetings, which I thought was ironic for a forward momentum conference. But yeah, <laughs> well, it can happen anywhere. So wait, what are you guys meeting in that place, regardless? Yeah, they apparently it was contained to one area. It was just on the roof. It didn't burn the building. Just put some smoke. It's just on the there. roof, huh? <laughs> Fire but on I, the roof. But I do understand we're having barbecue for lunch. <laughs> it was cooked last night. <laughs> Will it smell? Will it smell yeah, from wondering. smoke da- like damage? Um, it was, there was somebody that I sent a text to this morning that says that there's a, there's a hint of smoke, but they actually went in there and did whatever they call the remediation. You know those guys that you can call anytime, day or night, to go with big fans and scrubbers yeah. and cleaners. And, yes, yeah. very familiar, actually. Those restoration type companies. Yes, so, yes. So it looks Let's like we'll flood. be able to move forward with the forward progress <laughs> meeting today. Very good. Despite a fire, despite the circumstances. I know. Isn't that weird though? I mean, but th- what's funny is that kind of thing turns into a little bonding experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like everybody at the meeting is like, sure. the, the fire will be the you know sort of like the common theme of the, Ooh, of the meeting. That'll be the what they'll open with. That despite the fire, we're still here. Yeah, right? I mean, since it's, it's since it's forward progress, maybe they lit a fire under you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you need That's to bring right, you need to bring Sam next time you go, Murph. All right. Well, we'll see you tonight. <laughs> Miss you. Okay. Uh, all right. Miss you too. Love you. Love you. Coming up, Sam has music news. Jody, we've been waiting for Bruno Mars, new music from him for a couple sure years have. now. Possibly this afternoon, maybe. What? I'll tell you about it in music news next. It's a fun Friday, and Murphy's joining us from out of town at his work conference before he has to go to the conference. Yeah, that's my, it's the forward progress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get going, then. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's going to be a positive day. I can feel it. Sam's got music news. All right, Jody, we have been waiting for the Troll soundtrack to come out. Yeah, we already have the Justin Timberlake song. Well, we got uh, Can't Stop the Feeling, but now they've kind of released a little snippet of the real true colors that he did. Oh, I realize it's hard to take courage oh my gosh. in a world full of people 
Now, we, we saw him do this and, and, and heard him do it with Anna Kendrick when they were at the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, uh, Good news is the soundtrack's coming out this Friday. <gasps> well, not today. I mean, next Friday. Okay. <laughs> it's on the uh, 23rd. It's got nice. songs with Ariana Grande, Gwen Stefani, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Of course, Justin is all over it as well. As, so yeah, you finally get it next Friday. Yay. Uh, it and, seems like it's taking forever to get to this point, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the movie, of course, coming out in November. I uh, have some Bruno Mars news for you as well. Waiting for the new album. We heard earlier this year, and then some of his insiders have been saying it's going to be in the fall. Now it's pretty much confirmed now. November is going to be the new album. Okay. Here's the deal with the new song, though. Uh, there's like two or three music webs, uh, websites, sources confirming that it'll be out either today, tomorrow, or Sunday. Sometime Just a single, in the next weekend. like the first single? First single from it. So ready. And it's supposed to be like a completely new sound, too. All the producers working with him saying it's something completely mm. different, but still funky. Okay. There's still, fun- yeah. still funky grooves in it. Uh, I mean. Also, one of your favorites, Jody, George Michael, is uh, remastering and re-releasing one of his albums. Yes. Listen Without Prejudice, Volume 1 from back in the 80s. That was actually early 90s, late Excuse 80s, me, that yeah. one. Uh, it's uh, being remastered as a two CD, uh, two LPs, going back to the vinyl, or a yeah. three CD box set. It's going to be uh, coming out November the 11th. <clears throat> and you'll like this. They're shooting a, uh, the BBC is producing a documentary on the making of the album, the whole story behind it. Right. That's going to appear on Showtime on December the 9th. It's going to have George as the narrator. Oh, nice. Uh, James Corden's in it, Elton John, Stevie Wonder, Mary nice. J. Blige, all these people commenting on it. So That was a big deal for him because he was trying to change his image completely from the whole faith Mm -hmm. thing, which was also successful for him. Uh, November the 11th on the re-release of the album, December 9th on Showtime, you'll get the uh, documentary for it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, on the way, Carla wants to teach us us a little life hack. We were trying to say, hey, this is how you stop yourself from crying. Mm -hmm. She's got one to get rid of your double chin and pictures. You're up next, Carla. We love having you along. Be a part of the show anytime. You can text, email, or call 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text to that number. We had talked about a life hack of being able to stop yourself from crying, which I don't know if it will work. I don't yeah, know if, if I believe in it. but Especially if you're going to talk to the boss or something important and you don't want to cry, it's a way to stop it before it really yeah, you before squeeze it starts. that piece of skin between your thumb and forefinger you just like pinch it as hard as you can supposedly according to science i don't know if i believe it but that's something you could try Mm -hmm. um carla says what you have a a life hack too what's it for when you're taking pictures Mm -hmm. um put your tongue to the roof of your mouth because it gets rid of your double chin i've heard it now Mm -hmm. i don't know if it works like i feel like gravity works better than my tongue put your hand under your chin and then put your tongue to the roof of your mouth and feel the difference. <gasps> you're right. It kind of sucks it up there, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it does. Mommy so likes. When you're taking pictures, you guys, um, yeah, everybody looks better. Let me, okay, do you job. point your, I'm sorry to get specific, but sometimes that matters. Uh-huh. Okay, is it my whole tongue like going up or is it my, like am I pointing my tongue up? The, the whole tongue. Just push your tongue to the roof of your mouth and you can feel that muscle yeah. pull underneath. I've heard, I have a friend, I, we all have a friend, Libby, who has those sort of tricks. I've heard her talking about sticking your chin out oh, in yeah. pictures and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I always stick my neck out a little further and my chin. And Well, yeah. put your tongue to the roof of your mouth. You'll look so nice. Yay! <laughs> Carla, thank Y'all you. Have a great day. I will think of you every time I pose, okay? <laughs> okay. God bless you. Bye. All right, bye. bye. <laughs>
<laughs> you know what? I just realized too that if I start doing that, I'm gonna be thinking about that. I'm gonna look weird. Well, it's just <laughs> like, like don't overthink your smile, please. Like people when they make duck lips every time they take the picture. I know, mm, Sam. I'm gonna remember to do this though. Because I always forget, you know, I mentioned the thing about sticking your neck out or sticking your face out. Yeah. You forget uh, to do it? I always forget to do it. And when you get the picture, you, somebody shows you, it's like, mm, man, to do it. can we do another one? <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Be a part of the show anytime. Bring us your life hacks any day. 877-310-4675. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. I'm going to get you ready for the Emmys because the Emmys, it's coming up Sunday mm-hmm. night on ABC. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Want to get you ready for the Emmys this weekend? It's this Sunday on ABC Live, 68th Annual Emmy Award Show, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, who says he's already ready. I know almost everybody in the crowd. I mean, these are people that have all been on my show, and they also know the cameras on them, so they have to pretend to be enjoying what I'm doing, because <laughs> they know I will find those clips and punish them somehow in the future if they don't. He's so much fun. He'll be wearing a tux, but he might as well just be wearing like a, you know, a t-shirt and jeans, jeans because yeah. he just kind of seems like that ultra-casual, right, in his energy. It almost seems like he'd be better at the people's choice, where it is more casual. <laughs> Because well, the, Emmy, have, the Emmys yeah. are like the Oscars. Even though he's going to be making the jokes, yeah, you get the tuxedo and you're prim and proper. I like it. I like it. And he'll have to be invited or asked to do yeah. the Golden Globes. And, and this is a warm-up to that. Okay, so let's talk about the big ones. Most nominations, again, as always, Game of Thrones, HBO's Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. 23 nominations, followed closely by... The FX limited series, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story. This is Detective Tom Lang from the Los Angeles Police Department. Your ex-wife, Nicole Simpson, has been killed. I'm so 22 nominations yeah. for this. Crazy. Everybody gobbled this up and loved it, and critics obviously loved it. Let's tell you what, really quickly the outstanding drama series nominations. The Americans, Better Call Saul... Downton Abbey. Ooh, and that would be the final time for that. Yeah. Game of Thrones, of course. Homeland and Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah. Mr. Robot. Awesome. I knew you'd get excited about that, Sam. So that's, uh, those are your nominations. Those, bi- that's a bi- one of the big categories. So Sunday night, ABC uh, on your, I mean, your Emmys this year. And we'll have the updates on that for you Monday morning if you miss any of it. Oh, hey, you hear about the news about Adele? Now, this is just a rumor coming out of Britain that she uh, might be taking a little break. <laughs> Why do this while she's on tour? She's wrapping up her tour in November, but supposedly she might take. She wants to take a ten-year touring break. Good for her. But they th- they say that could also be her trying to work the Vegas angle. Like, yeah, I'm on a tour. I don't want to tour anymore, but I would love to set up a residence. Oh man, she would mm-hmm. blow the doors off of Vegas, wouldn't she? All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at seven fifty-five this morning. The Prince tribute show has been set, and we have ha- headliners. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Got your Friday favorite coming up next, right, Jody? Oh, yeah. Mine is from a 16-year-old girl who has made a big difference in a lot of 16-year-olds' lives. We're going to check in with Murphy again in a little bit. He's on a work conference trip today. Um, and, of course, he told us a few minutes ago that he there was a the building that he's supposed to have a conference yeah, in today. The roof fire. was on fire last night. So, the roof. Yeah. The roof. The roof is on fire. Yeah, I got okay. it. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for keeping that real. Yeah. All right. It's time 
on Fridays. We do our favorites. Can I go next, please? Jody's Friday favorite. All right, what you got? This is that we, it was one of the good things, stories we shared this week about this 16-year-old girl with her Sit With Us app. How much do I love this? She's 16 years old. She's in high school. She developed an app and it went live last week and it's really catching on. She got this idea because when she was in seventh grade, she sat and had lunch by herself Mm -hmm. most of the entire uh, grade, she said. And you know, this happens. It didn't happen when I was a kid because we had to sit with our class in school. But I don't mean if it's a different situation, sometimes kids end up sitting alone, whether it's at lunch or recess or whatever. Elementary school, we had to sit with our class. By high school, we we could do what we wanted to. So we had our own little group that would, would have lunch together. Yeah. So it's the Sit With Us app. You can sign up on email with Facebook. You log in. It's very easy. And there are like three, like the main page says, I'm looking at it, never eat lunch alone. And there are three options. You can chat with friends on campus and coordinate lunch. Mm -hmm. Like meet me here at this table, like you just said. The other option is find an open lunch nearby and join. And that, see, that's the one that's going to be clicked on a well, lot by the kids who are too shy to go ask or go say, hey, can I sit with you? The open lunch is when you invite or you op- you, you're going to have a lunch and anybody's welcome to attend. Yeah, that third option on the app is host an open lunch and invite others to join. Right. How cool is that? And she, the reason it's so exciting and that it's live is that people are using it. Kids are using it. This is where an app comes in. To, to a kid's social life mm-hmm. and helps them because if you're too afraid to walk up with your tray and go, can I sit with you because you're afraid of being rejected, you sit alone instead, you can do it, I guess, on the DL. You can do it privately right. where nobody knows that you asked. Love it. It's called, yeah, you don't want to have a mean girl situation. <laughs> it's called Sit With Us. Jody's Friday favorite. All right, got the uh, Behind the Lyrics coming up next and it's a song by Prince uh, that he wrote for his ex-wife. Maite. Maite. And she's writing his, uh, she's writing a memoir about their love story. Mm-hmm. Tell you how this song came about. That's next. It's one of my favorite parts of the week on Friday when Sam breaks down a song and gets us behind the lyrics. Behind the lyrics. Behind the lyrics. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. All right, today we are tackling uh, Prince's song, Most Beautiful Girl in the World. The reason we're doing that is uh, this week we heard from uh, his ex-wife, Maite, that she is writing a book. Right, and she's titling it. She's writing a book about their romance and how they met and all of that. Everything they went through, it'll be out early next year. Mm-hmm. And sh- it's she's titling it The Most Beautiful right. based on their love story. And, and apparently he wrote that song about them. Wrote the song for, but he actually wrote the song as a challenge. One of the, When he worked for Warner Brothers Records, uh, before he got out, one of the well, Warner Brothers executives' sons told him, yeah, I think uh, you're all tapped out for hits. I don't think you have another hit in you. And he goes, really? What? So the next day he came back with, boom, most beautiful girl in the world. Who would say that <laughs> I, to the purple one? Funny thing is, he had 37 singles out before this one, never had a number one in England until this song came out. <laughs> and uh, it's the first song he released as a single under his new name, The Symbol. Right. Uh, no, not Prince anymore. Formerly known as was. Arm, Artist he, Formerly. He introduced the song to us in, during the uh, Miss America pageant in 1994, February February 94. I didn't know he performed there. And then on Valentine's Day, a couple weeks later, um, 94, that's when he released the single for everybody. It's so pretty. And that sounds like Prince, huh? Valentine's Day. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Maite, by the way, did record her own version of the song, but she did The Most Beautiful Boy in the World. Oh, well, maybe. Well, he is a, he was a beautiful boy. Yeah. 
You know, she uh, he collaborated with her and all that. I'm surprised they never did a duet together, but I guess he thought well, that would have been too cutesy. Remember, he's got millions of songs in the vault at Paisley Park, so you right. never know. Anyway, this was the subject of a, a lawsuit in, in Italy in 2009. An Italian court ruled that Prince did plagiarize the song. What? They said really? he took it from a song back in 1983 by an Italian artist. artist. Kind of got the same. The melody, m- melody is a little but, but not similar. The, not the same. So that's sorry. why the song is has been trouble. Mm-hmm. By the way, Maite never has remarried. Um, she did date Tommy Lee though for a little while. Oh, really? She likes the musicians. Other end of the spectrum there. That's right. Sam's behind the lyrics. All right, coming up, Sam, a high school football coach wants to talk to you and thank you for something you shared this week. Okay, that's next. We love having you along. Be a part anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text. You can also get us at murphysamandjody.com. Hey, morning, Coach. Hey, Sam. How you doing this morning? Pretty good. How about you? Mm-hmm. Fine. Hey, have you seen the new Geico commercial with the iced tea and the lemonade stand? <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. No, it's hilarious. I just watched it the other night. I just, I decided I had to... Uh, Recorded and watched it over and over again. It's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and I told my wife, I said, you know, we might need to go to Geico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the commercials are working. <laughs> They're awesome. They're great. But look, I listen to y'all every morning. I've been coaching high school football about 25 years. Awesome. And, um, I've been to y'all every morning. I know all y'all. Well, thanks. Y'all do a great job. Keep it up. Thank you, Coach. I want to share the commercial. You Me ready? too. Let's do it. Oh, we have to. I guess we have to explain it too. Right, kids at a lemonade stand. Yeah, they have a lemonade stand set up in the front yard, and everybody walk. And iced tea is sitting in a chair. But you don't see iced tea until the end, right? And then everybody walks up and says, "Iced tea and no like lemonade. lemonade." Is that iced tea? Nope, it's lemonade. Is that iced tea? Lemonade. Iced tea. It's with these people, man. <laughs> lemonade. Read the sign. Lemonade. Read it. Okay. Delicious. Iced tea at a lemonade. It's one of those first time, best time. Oh, yeah. Because you can't get that surprise a second time. And then when, yeah, it's just uh, when, when they cut away over there and iced tea sitting there, it's like, ah! Yes. That might even be better than hump day for me with the camel. Right. It might even be better right. because it really got me the iced tea one. Is Thank you for tea? that. Nope, it's lemonade. <laughs> Is that iced tea? Lemonade. Iced tea. It's with these people, man. <laughs> Read the sign. Lemonade. Oh, yes. Read the sign. Thank you, Coach. Love hearing from you. Reach out anytime. MurphySamAndJody.com or again the number 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Well, our finalists for the National Toy Hall of Fame for 2016. One of these is something my kids love to do every time I take them to the park. Family all together here for a fun Friday, except Murphy's in, uh, well, at a work conference and going to, you know, joining us now before getting there. Hey, Boo. Yeah, I should be all pumped up by the time I get home because this is the forward progress, you know, a plan for success conference. (laughs) Get home and crash, huh? I hope y'all accomplish something because otherwise it's a failure of a forward progress. (laughs) Stop it. Okay. 
I got the uh, Toy Hall of Fame nominees for this year. I like to get these in every year because I love this. That they do what they do is every year is they have like the the cool toys that we've probably all played with, but then the standard stuff like box and stick that have made it into the Hall of Fame. And how many can make those it? Those are in? the first ones, right? Yeah, those are some of the first ones. They've got uh, twelve finalists, but and they're going to put like two or three in coming up in November. Nice. When they, when they okay, tell so us. two or three. But here here are the ones that are the. Um, in like, contention? Like the simple things, like stick and box. They've got the coloring book up this year. Yay. And they've got swing set up this year. Oh. I think swing set needs to get in there. Absolutely. Uh, some of the other ones they have, oh, I, I used to love this game. I played it all the time as a kid. Clue. Yes. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Our kids love Clue. Dungeons and Dragons is considered a toy? Well, it's a, yeah, a it's game. a game. Okay. Yeah, just like Clue is a game. Also, pinball machines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Murphy, no were, you, were you ever a pinball machine player? Uh, yes. I was a tilter, too. Oh, really? <laughs> a tilter. Yeah, oh. You know, you, yeah, oh. Well, if you tilted the machine up to with the ball, then the machine would say tilt, and you would lose points or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Loved, it's awesome. Uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots is in there. Yay. Uh, one of our great, our favorite family games, Uno. Do y'all play Uno? Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I so Uno is not in not in there yet? No, it's not in I'm there yet. I'm voting for that, for and, sure. Uh, I guess every little boy's favorite, Nerf. And that doesn't mean Nerf guns. It mean, it's going all the way back to the Nerf balls, the yeah. original balls. The first Nerf was yeah. a football. Is that right? Uh, no, it was a round, ugly-looking ball. And then they had the basketball with the hoop. And then they did the football. And then they Got it. branched off into guns. Oh, see, I thought the football was first. My problem is my brother always would take a bite out of my football. Yeah. <laughs> Not your dog, but your brother. Uh-huh. Yes, anyway, my brother would. Those are the. You can go check out the list of the twelve uh, finalists for the Hall of Fame, and of course, in November we'll have the the three winners. All right, Sam. Coming up, Murphy. Last night, since you were gone, and we were doing girls' night with the girls, and my mom, who's staying with us now, uh, she called me a name. She called me the T word. She did. I'll tell you about it next. Murphy's at his po- what is it? Positive momentum conference. Yeah, well, it's it's you know, it's forward momentum. Actually, Sam mm. would love the name of it because it's actually when you look at it on the brochure, forward momentum colon a plan for success. Okay, <laughs> All right. you use that for any company in the world. <laughs> Sam would love to be on the back row there. Anyway, okay, so you were you know you had to leave town for that yesterday and overnight and all that. So I'm at home last night with the girls and my mom is living with us now, and you know that she lost her home, so she's with us now. And um, she called me the T-word, Murphy. What's the T-word? You know the T-word. You've called me the T-word, too. Let me just tell you a little story, and you'll figure it out. Oh, tornado. My feelings were almost hurt for a second. Yeah. I started cleaning out some stuff and cleaning closets and cleaning up, and you know what I do. Oh, she called you the tornado. Yes. Yes. She called me a tornado. because I. you, You threw away something important? Well, she couldn't find some of her things like after I had gone through the laundry room and cleaned out. And then I also cleaned out a big closet of our stuff that I needed to clean anyway so that she could put some of her stuff in there. But man, when Mm -hmm. she went to the laundry room to try to find some of her things, like I'm talking about personal little like her coffee, her matches, things like that. It was like, well, you're just like a tornado, aren't you? Hmm. <laughs> and I thought, man, I've heard this before. Well, what I'm wondering, though, is if you cleaned out your own closet, does that mean when Murphy gets home, some of his stuff's going to be gone? No, just rearranged. Okay. None of it's going to be gone. I got rid of some stuff right. I needed to. Right. But not yeah, that he it, would even be aware of. Jody is like a machine, Sam, when it comes to cleaning like that. And mm-hmm. so it, it's, it's always in your best interest to just not leave things sitting out. 
because she she also moves so fast that when she moves something you accidentally left out, even she forgets where she put it. Yeah, I'm didn't you sorry. didn't you have like a half drink drunk cup of coffee one time that got thrown away, Murphy? Oh. I had one that was still hot and steaming disappear on me once. I'm sorry, <laughs> but our house is nice and clean, though, isn't it? Everything's yes, in it its is. place, right? Almost all yes. the time. <laughs> it is. You know, I guess if I had to take you know, one of the two, it's probably better for us to like overcorrect and keep things clean and picked up than it is to... I know. I just can't feel right if there's stuff all over the place. So, But I need to be careful what I put away of hers, though, you know, because she's already well, kind of living out of a suitcase all over the place, and that kind of really shook her. Anyway, sorry, Mom. Well, you can you can blame it on her cats. You know, they hide stuff. Yeah. Um, Maybe. That might work for you. That's not going to work for me, babe. <laughs> sorry. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. The Prince tribute concert you've been waiting for is here, and what show is an original to Netflix that they're canceling. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Got some news for Prince fans if you've been waiting forever for a tribute show. Well, they got the tribute show they was it next it. month. Yeah, it's in October, October 13th to be specific uh, in St. Paul. But the deal is we didn't know who was a part of it. Mm-hmm. We now know Stevie Wonder is headlining it. Okay, because that was a rumor that he was going to be there. So. He's the big highlight. Other artists, other parts of the lineup, Christina Aguilera, Shaka Khan, agree with that, love that, need that, uh, John Mayer, Tori Kelly, Anita Baker, a lot of big names. Wow. Ooh, even Dougie Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're expecting a lot of people to travel for this, and the, it's, this is the family planned right. and family stamp of approval concert. And the re- Revolution Prince. will be there as well as the new Power Generation. Yeah, it's but Sheila E won't. Yeah, it's like I don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, there's no telling. This is what fans have been waiting for, and I guess they wanted it sooner. But maybe the family said, "You know what? Let us put this together in our own way." October 13th, tickets officially go on sale on Monday for that. So what Netflix original series is Netflix already done with? This one's killing me. But after season three, there will be no more Bloodline. I don't think my children are giving me the whole story. I thought things would go back to normal. We're always going to be dealing with this. Oh, it's Kyle Chandler. Always dealing See, with this. I love him. By the way, he'll be at the Emmys on Sunday night because he's nominated for his role in Bloodline. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that concerned because e- e- it could easily Hulu or Amazon could pick it up. I know it's, this. And I, I just wonder if it's a negotiation ploy. Like, they're, oh, we're going to leave. It's the production company or the actual show's creators having some sort of problem with Netflix. And Netflix says, okay, season three next year, we're going to cut it from 13 episodes to 10 episodes. And then after that, we're done with it. Bye-bye. It's so successful, though. I mean, we binged it like it was our job, that second season. Uh, anyway, check Kyle Chandler out, nominated for Best Actor in Drama Series on Sunday night for the Emmys for Bloodline. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 8.30 this morning, we'll get you ready for that big Emmy show on Sunday night and what Jimmy Kimmel says he's ready for as host. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Got the family-friendly box office review up next. Nothing too family-friendly this week, though. Yeah, it's all rated R, but Patrick Dempsey's back. Got that for you. Not a kid-friendly one, but we do have your official uh, box office review now. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Been waiting for this one for some time, okay? Renee Zellweger, her first movie in six years. Bridget Jones's Baby. But I can't go back and keep making same mistakes. I'm pregnant <laughs> when I can make new ones. Okay, she's Bridget Jones. She's back. 
She's uh, focused on her career and she's single. Um, but with one hitch, she's uh, she's pregnant mm-hmm. and not sure. Not sure if it's uh, Mr. Darcy or this new man in her life played by Patrick Dempsey. Which one was he? McSteamy or McDreamy? He was McDreamy. Okay. So it's Mr. Darcy or McDreamy. No. <laughs> yeah, thanks for breaking it down, girlfriend. Okay. Uh, when when Patrick Dempsey, by the way, was at you know in London filming this, mm-hmm. is when his family came to visit him, and he and his wife, while filming this movie, kind of worked out their relationship and decided they didn't want to get divorced. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Love that. And did you see that they filmed three different endings for this movie, and the actors don't know which one's going to make the cut? The that is cut? so. Fabulous. Thank you, Emily. We also have an Oliver Stone movie, which you know he spent some time on, Snowden. How is this all possible? Think of it as a Google search, except instead of searching only what people make public, we're also looking at everything they don't. Emails, chats, SMS, whatever. Yeah, but which people? Okay, this is Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Edward Snowden, uh, directed by, written and directed by Oliver Stone. So you know it's going to be, you know, whatever you think. Chock full of lies. (laughs) Maybe chock full of conspiracy theories. You know, it was they put a lot of time and love into this. The first day of shooting, Joseph Gordon Levitt was Snowden's basic training in the army. That's what they started with. Hmm. We also have for the horror lovers, Blair Witch. Legend said there's been a curse on these woods. Do you believe in the stories about the Blair Witch? Hey, Blair Witch Project was awesome back in the day. Even when it gave you a headache and it was shaky and all that. You didn't mind that? Okay, group of kids go back into the woods to in the forest to search for well he goes back to search for his sister his lost sibling uh bridget jones blair witch and snowden all rated r this week murphy sam and jody family friendly box office review so on the way we're going to check in with murphy who's at a conference today and you know why he had phone problems on the plane coming up next though carla wants to tell us her life hack we've talked about a few hacks this week Mm -hmm. this one is so we can all look better in pictures you're next carla We love having you along. Be a part of the show anytime. You can text, email, or call 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text to that number. We had talked about a life hack of being able to stop yourself from crying, which I don't know if it will work. I don't know if if I believe in it. but Especially if you're going to talk to the boss or something important and you don't want to cry, it's a way to stop it before it really starts. Yeah, you squeeze that piece of skin between your thumb and forefinger you just like pinch it as hard as you can supposedly according to science i don't know if i believe it but that's something you could try Mm -hmm. um carla says what you have a a life hack too what's it for when you're taking pictures Mm -hmm. um put your tongue to the roof of your mouth because it gets rid of your double chin i've heard it now Mm -hmm. i don't know if it works like i feel like gravity works better than my tongue put your hand under your chin and then put your tongue to the roof of your mouth and feel the difference. <gasps> you're right. It kind of sucks it up there, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it does. Mommy so likes. When you're taking pictures, you guys, um, yeah, everybody looks better Let with me, a little okay, more Okay, do you job. point your, I'm sorry to get specific, but sometimes that matters. Uh-huh. Okay, is it my whole tongue like going up or is it my, like am I pointing my tongue up? The, the whole tongue. Just push your tongue to the roof of your mouth and you can feel that muscle yeah. pull underneath. I've heard, I have a friend, I, we all have a friend, Libby, who has those sort of tricks. I've heard her talking about sticking your chin out oh, in yeah. pictures and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I always stick my neck out a little further in my chin. and. Well, yay. put your tongue to the roof of your mouth. You'll look so nice. Yay! <laughs> Carla, thank Y'all you. Have a great day. I will think Come of you back. every time I pose, okay? 
God bless you. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) You know what? I just realized, too, that if I start doing that, I'm going to be thinking about that. I'm going to look weird. (laughs) Don't overthink your smile, please. Like people when they make duck lips every time they take the picture. I know, Mm, Sam. I'm going to remember to do this, though. Because I always forget. You know, I mentioned the thing about sticking your neck out or sticking your face out. Yeah. You forget uh, to do it? I always forget to do it. And when you get the picture, you, somebody shows you, it's like, mm, man, to do it. can we do another one? <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Be a part of the show anytime. Bring us your life hacks any day. 877-310-4675. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We're checking with our Murphy coming up. He's out of town at a conference today. And the Sam, Forward Progress uh, Conference. That's right. I'm going to find out what happened, what warning he got on the plane on the way there that kind of freaked him out. Murphy is at a conference today, coming home late tonight, and maybe we'll get to that 80s party that we're supposed to go to. I hope so. I don't know yet. Yeah. Anyway. I'm at the Forward Progress Conference. Yeah. Well, you better get going. (laughs) Soon. You're going to be late. I know. It was weird. They had a fire last night, you know, so it it kind of changed up the schedule a little bit this morning. Uh, Hey, speaking of fires, there was something that I heard on the plane ride yesterday. It's the first time I've ever heard this. Mm -hmm. You know how the Galaxy 7's been in the news lately? Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah, the recall because they've been lighting up fire and exploding and everything, yeah. Right. And so when when I got on the plane, you know, they're doing their normal, you know, boarding thing and the, you know, make sure that you buckle this and put the phone in airplane mode. And oh, by the way, if you have a Samsung Galaxy Note 7, you'll need to turn the phone completely off for the duration of the flight <laughs> because the FAA is deemed it a fire hazard. I'm like, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I, I knew that it was a big deal in the news, but I didn't realize that the airlines were also saying, which is smart. I'm glad they're of saying course. that, you know, but they don't want that thing plugged in. They don't want it turned on, you know, until I guess the, the battery issues are resolved with the Galaxy did Note any, 7. Did anybody on the plane complain about it or? No. You can see some faces, though. People were like, okay, who's got one of these? Exactly. You know, when, when I see, Are they turning it off? When I see tech stories, I, I usually, like, tune out pretty quickly. But I read a little bit about, you know, what Samsung is saying, like, turn it in, turn it in. But they can't make people turn them in. Right. So if you're not right. turning it in, they're saying don't ever charge it to 100% or something like that. Only charge it to 60. That was what I well, skimmed in an article. I agree. But it's something about the full charge that they're worried about. Right. Seems to me you don't want to walk around with that in your pocket either, if that's the case, right? No way. Turn it in. Talk about a hot Um, pocket. Yeah, no kidding. And you know what? The other thing that happened, interesting, totally different on this trip for me, is the hotel that I'm staying in is like a really old old hotel that they're renovating, Mm -hmm. but they've only got like 10 rooms that have been completely redone because the rest looks like totally early 90s. But they put me in there, you know, they're like, Mr. Murphy, we're going to place you in one of our newly renovated rooms. But when I walked up here, the door was propped open to get the new carpet smell and fumes out. (laughs) (laughs) So you're the first person to stay in this room. Like, well, the new renovation. Yep, I'm the first person to stay in this room. Now, cool. you know, I was a little dizzy from the fumes last night, but it's great. Aww, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what a trip. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. We get you set for this Sunday night's live Emmys on ABC. What to expect? Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Let's get you ready for the 68th Annual Emmy Awards this Sunday night, live on ABC, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. And he's getting ready to come out swinging and, uh, I guess, taking shots at his friends. The people uh, with whom I'm actually friendly 
are in the most danger usually. I mean, because <laughs> I know they can take a joke that's, that works against them. All right, so you know it's like the Oscars for television. Mm-hmm. Everybody's big night. Red carpet events before it actually starts. Jimmy will be in a tux, and um, I love him as a host for it. Let's talk about the big nominees. Game of Thrones again. The most Emmy nominations here. Are you ready for this? 23 nominations. Sounds like it got nominated in every category that it could possibly. And you wonder that many, how they're going to win? I mean, how many they're going to win? They've, they've swept the Emmys before. Also, mm-hmm. the FX limited series, The People versus OJ, OJ Simpson, American Crime Story, 22 Emmy nominations also. It all happens Sunday Night Live on ABC, The Emmys. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. If you want to get the reasons broken down by attorneys, <laughs> why uh, social media causes so many marriage problems, you can go get it. MurphySamAndJody.com. Well, it's marriages and it's also relationships, too. I never thought of that. Yeah. But it says, you know, I, I say the reason that lawyers are citing that is because it's it ends up being a part of divorce proceedings right. a lot. And our, you know, our friend who's an attorney, Drew, told us that earlier this week, too. It's like it ends up being that they're looking at information to help, I guess, with their case. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your social media accounts become subpoenaed and stuff like that. It's and nuts. What I found interesting was that even, and Drew had told us this, we, when even when you think, oh, God deleted it, it's gone. They Nobody can find worry it. about it. Snapchats, whatever. It's still on their servers somewhere. Yeah. And you subpoena Facebook, boom, you got it. Another reason that it happens so frequently, according to these guys, and I, I mean, I totally believe it, is that you are in contact with people that you normally would not be. You're opening the door to the past. It seems romantic. It seems like, you know, it's easy. And it seems like you're doing it on the down low or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess the gra- the whole grass is greener thing. Old, you know, relationships reconnecting. Yeah. And what was your problem, Sam? It wasn't that. You had said you had had a little problem in one of your marriages. No, I would just media. post stuff. I had no problem posting. It was out there for everybody. And just insecurity of the other person seeing stuff I wasn't even doing or creating things in, in their head. Social media, why it causes marital problems at murphysamandjody.com. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Here's what's trending in the next 10 minutes. The book I'm finishing this weekend, it's in our Not So Serious Book Club, but why it's so exciting to read right now. And there's a lot of uh, excitement for a lot of people for the weekend for me. Well, football, family, fun, whatever you're doing. I am excited about finishing this book that I'm finally finishing, that I finally picked up again, The Girl on the Train. Here's why. Well, first of all, it's a really good read, mm-hmm. and I can't put it down. But now knowing that the movie is soon, is going to be in the box office soon, and it stars um, Emily Blunt, and I can hear her when I read the character. How fun is that? Like, I know she's the girl. <laughs> so when I'm reading it, I hear, you hear it her. In her voice. I saw her from the train. She was she was with this man. Just for a second. Is this her? And Sam, I know you read this when it first came out. When I yes, first, I didn't have a voice to put with. I it. know I first <laughs> discovered it. I was like, well, let's read this. Let's all read it. And it was really good. And I don't know. I just lost track of it or whatever and put it down. It's been a while since you read it, and there's a lot of moving parts to the story. Do you yeah. remember it? 
vaguely. I mean, I remember. Well, good, her, then you might enjoy the movie more. The story she made up about people while she was on the train, and then how there was a murder Something. in it. And That's enough. I can't figure anyone. out. I don't remember who did what. Well, good. Then maybe the movie will be more enjoyable because there's nothing like yeah. when you read a book and then go see the movie almost immediately. What are you doing? You're picking apart what's different. Yeah. And that's no fun. Anyway. That's another book to read before you see the movie in our not-so-serious book club. It's The Girl on the Train. Go check it out at murphysamandjody.com.